You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. What is up, 49ers faithful? We are back with another episode of the 49ers web zone No Huddle Podcast. We got Zane Nackby. We got Brian Rennick. We got the wet blanket who was dried last night, Al Sacco. And we are on the Odyssey Network, as always. And if you see this face... If you hear this voice, what does that mean, guys? What does that mean? That's a victory pod. That is a victory pod. Means I'm less angry today than normal. <laughs> that, that that means that too. So, man, I, it was the first blowout win of the season, and I think that well, I mean, they had a couple others that were that were pretty good, but uh, this was the first time I feel like that this team has put together a full four quarters in one game, and they were phenomenal last night. They were just. Everything was working. Everything was was sound. They executed well. Kyle was on point after a slow start offensively. I have I have zero complaints. And they went down to Mexico. The air was thin, but the scoring was heavy, guys. And it was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, where do you start? Do you start with the defense that hasn't given up any points in the last three games? A defense that's so good right now. We're just kind of like, yeah, whatever. They're good. We just expect it. You know, they're doing amazing things out there and people are just kind of shrugging their shoulders and saying, yeah, of course they are. Cause that's what they do every week. It's, it's, it's amazing to see, or do you talk about this offense that finally, finally it was a pick your poison type of night. And I loved everything I saw. And here's the biggest thing guys for me is 
I'm going to run through this box score real quick because what have we been saying forever? Get people involved in, in they got everybody involved in this game. Jimmy was efficient, and I got a lot to say about him later. 20 to 29, 228, four touchdowns. Eli Mitchell, nine carries, 59 yards. McCaffrey, seven for 39. Debo, three for 37. Juszczyk got a carry for four yards. Kittle, four receptions, 84 yards, two touchdowns. McCaffrey, seven for 67. Debo, seven for, for 57. Ayuk, two for 20 with two scores. And Debo, Debo touched the ball 10 times for 94 total yards. And McCaffrey touched the ball 14 times for 106 total yards. And Debo had that rushing touchdown as well. That was beautiful. Beautiful play design on that. Everything was beautiful. So it was, to me, just an example of how good this team can be and how dangerous they could be. And they just, just whatever Kyle wanted to dial up, it worked. And if, if they keep doing this as the season goes on and what McCaffrey is bringing to this team, which we'll also talk about today, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. And, and that's what I wanted to see. I needed to see something like that. And if it can continue, yeah, I'm starting. To, that made me feel positive. Yeah, it was interesting because really what we're talking about is offensive production like that in three quarters because they had zero points after the first quarter. And I remember that because I remember tweeting and then looking like an idiot later, like I've never seen an offense with this much talent make offense look so difficult, right? Especially in that first that. quarter. Um, and like I said, they scored zero points. So really they they scored 38 points in three quarters. I mean, it, it doesn't get it doesn't get better than that. And like you said, Al, it it's what we expected, right? This is what we expected. I would argue even prior to Christian McCaffrey getting here, but especially once Christian McCaffrey got here. And, you know, honestly, I, I don't know how you could even begin to really explain in words how important that Christian McCaffrey trade was. Not only for the franchise, but for Kyle Shanahan and even for Jimmy Garoppolo, because since Christian McCaffrey has arrived, right. And that includes the chiefs game, which, Hey, you know, he was, he was there for two days, still had a lot of production, but since McCaffrey arrived, the 49ers have the number one offense in DBOA. Can't, can't get better than that. Right. Can't get better than number one. And it, it has allowed Kyle Shanahan to just, get as creative as he possibly can, which is again, something that we've wanted from him, right. As, as someone who is, has that reputation. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, zero interceptions in three straight games for the first time in his career. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing the best football of his career. Period. Let's there's no argument there. I, I don't even, I'm not, you can't even argue 2019 you want to know why? Because Jimmy Garoppolo right now, his touchdown to interception ratio is 3.75, which is almost twice as twice as much as his, his career average. His career average, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's almost three times as much as a career average. His career average is 1.75, which meant for every 1.75 touchdowns he threw, he was throwing an interception. This season, it's 3.75. Right. So it's almost four touchdowns for every one interception. That's elite. That is elite production coming from Jimmy Garoppolo. He's now at 15 touchdowns and four interceptions. I, I am. Here's your flowers, Jimmy Garoppolo. You have been 
absolutely nails. Since coming outside of that Denver game, since coming in to replace Trey Lance, and then specifically these last three games have been unreal for Jimmy. And when they started the game, they started out really throwing it a lot, which kind of surprised me because I would have expected them to give the ball to McCaffrey and, and feature Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell wasn't really featured at all in the first half, which kind of surprised me. And I think we'll get to that in a little bit. But they came out and they entrusted Jimmy with this entire game, with the game plan. And kudos to Kyle on that too for, for trusting him with that because we haven't seen that type of trust from Kyle very often when it comes to trusting Jimmy. And there are certain things that Jimmy did that – make me believe that he is a different quarterback this year maybe not permanently but at least in the stretch that we've seen him and one of those things was the the touchdown to Kittle the first touchdown where you know he had a first down an easy first down he climbed the pocket and just lofted it up over the defenders kept his eyes downfield lofted up over the defenders and found Kittle a wide open and Kittle just did the rest right and that that was just that's a play that we've come accustomed to seeing from different quarterbacks and not Jimmy right Usually we'll see Jimmy either run with that or he'll throw it to a covered receiver or he'll throw it to the other team. He doesn't do that. And the fact that he was able to break that down and, and make the defense kind of commit like that to him running the ball and just like whoop, popped it over them. That was a really good play. And there were some other small things where I don't, I don't necessarily agree with jo- Juwan Jennings being the deep, the deep threat guy, but Hey, Jimmy was targeting him in the end zone and we don't see that from him. We don't see him taking those deep shots towards the end zone. You just never see that. So I feel like there's a lot of mutual trust between Kyle and Jimmy going on. And I think that this is probably they they're in the most harmony that they've been in. Those two have been, this is probably the most that they've been on the same page since they've both been here. And I think it's, you're seeing the fruits of that. And I don't want to, I don't want to gloss over all the stat, the statistics that you kind of mentioned. And it's very important that, Specifically, I feel like when Kittle is involved, the entire offense opens up, right? And and I think that Kittle is actually the key. When he's inside run blocking and he's not getting the ball, it seems like the offense is kind of stuck in neutral. And the games where he's been heavily involved are usually the games where the team does better. So it was nice to see that, that they got involved. It was funny. I was watching the, the Chiefs game from the night before, which is fantastic, by the way, the Chiefs and Chargers game. And Travis Kelsey got seven targets in the first half. And I was like, man, I would love to see that from the Niners to George Kittle. It's not going to happen too many miles to feed. But they got him involved early. They got him involved when they needed to. He got those two touchdowns. And I hope that this is one of the, like Jim Harbaugh used to say, right? The, the old olives in the olive jar, right? Getting stuck. And then one comes out and they all come out, right? I hope this yep. is one of those scenarios for him. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is where I'm going to hold on out. I would say real quick, I just wanted to speak to what Zane was talking about with coming out and throwing early. A lot of that had to do with what Arizona was doing on defense. Coming into the game, Vance Joseph said, 
uh, coming into this game, we want to make Jimmy G the reason they win if they win. And so they were actually putting six on the line and basically saying, we're not going to let you run. You're going to have to let Jimmy G win this game. And, and Jimmy G did. And so to me, what that does for Kyle is Kyle goes, look, they, they made us throw and Jimmy completed them. So I can start to trust him more. Right. Cause we talked about, does he lack trust in Jimmy Garoppolo? And I, I we've said that's part of the biggest issue with this offense and Steve Young said it right last week. And so I thought that that was awesome that essentially Arizona forced them to throw and Jimmy Garoppolo came through. So I, I think that allows Kyle to, to start to dial some more things up, which is exciting. Well, I think a lot of people lack trust in, in Jimmy and, and where Jimmy's doing now to me is almost sort of an Alex Smith ish redemption angle with the, with the Niners. And you, again, you just sort of look at what's happened with this guy. Look at this story after 2019, you know, the Super Bowl lot, he takes a lot of heat for that fourth quarter in the Super Bowl war warranted. And then the 2020 season comes in, you know, there were the Brady whispers and then he doesn't play super well and he's injured again. And then there were some, some discussion about, well, how injured is he? Maybe he thought he was more injured than the Niners did. And then he, you see him up in the press box or not, sorry, the press box, the suite watching the games. And then in the offseason, they try to get rid of him the entire offseason. So there's a lot of whispers about Jimmy, right? And I know I'm, I'm wondering, well, did, did he really want to be out there? Was he that? I'm wondering all these things, too. They're trying to get rid of him. Something's going on. And then, obviously, ultimately, they end up with Lance. And it's just a situation that Jimmy said himself. It was awkward. He didn't wish it on anybody. But he didn't make any waves last year. He didn't play particularly well. And maybe it was because of the injuries. But they still got pretty far. But still, it was like, well, they got far in spite of him. We're going to trade him. And then they can't because of his shoulder surgery. And then what happens in this, they, because they can't go anywhere with him. He comes back to camp in another awkward situation here, go over here and throw on the side. And he said himself, yeah, they told me I had to be there. It's a pretty shitty way to treat somebody. I mean, Garoppolo hasn't exactly been treated really well here. I don't think you can argue that. Comes in this year again, and we're just all waiting for the trade deadline, right? When is this guy going to get out of here? And then Lance gets hurt. Fan base is pissed. Denver game happens and we eviscerated Jimmy on the show, eviscerated him, hmm. told him he was the reason for the loss. He's stepping out of the end zone. I'm calling him numb nuts or whatever I call them. Like we absolutely destroyed him. And all he's done since then to me is earn my respect because he's had every opportunity to crawl in a hole, every opportunity to be a cancer, every opportunity to be a malcontent and be angry. And maybe inside he is, but he doesn't show it outside. He's been a good teammate. He's played really well. And I feel like McCaffrey coming in has kind of made him feel more comfortable. And look, the bottom line with Garoppolo too, his teammates love him. I know that for a fact, he's very well liked in that locker room. And you could see people just look how they react around him. I mean, they're going to games with him. You know, he's one of the guys, his teammates love him. And Brian, you talked about some of these stats, his TDs, he's ninth in the NFL and he, he did miss a game, you know, cause obviously Lance played the first game. He's ninth in the NFL with 15. His completion percentage is ninth. His TD percentage is seventh. His interception rate, 1.5%, which is terrific, is tied for seventh. Yards per attempt, he's fourth at 8.1. Rating, he's fifth at 104.1. His QBR is low, 21st. But overall, his yardage, he's on pace for about around 4,000 yards. He's just had a really solid season. He's, he's, he's been one of the, one of the you know, quarterback plays been shit this year. Jimmy's been pretty good. Jimmy's been the the upper. He's not elite, but he's 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 been in the upper tier. Probably been a top ten ish QB. 
when you look around the league this year, right around there. So just to me, again, not that he cares about my respect and not that he has to need anything for me, but just for me as someone who's done a lot of content and been covering the team and saw what was going on and someone who was kind of out as out on him as the quarterback, he has brought me back into the point where do I think he's great and perfect and going to throw for 400 yards and lead the Super Bowl? Probably not. But I think he's done really well. And within the context of this offense, he can still continue to be successful and good for him. He's proved me wrong. I think he's proved a lot of people wrong. And if you're raising a kid or anything, I used to say this about Alex Smith. You point to that guy and you say, that's perseverance. Like he, it's, he shows how the right way to do things. And I think you could point to Jimmy in the same thing. He has set a good example. He was shit on. And he did not, he set a good example of, of how to handle that and be classy and move on and say the right things. And he's still out there helping his team and it's worked out for him in the end. And it worked out for Alex Smith too. So that is something I, listen, I've been critical of Jimmy right now. Like I said, I'm giving him his flowers. It's, I am. Listen, he could throw eight interceptions the next three games. I don't know. But to this point. <laughs> no, 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 really no. Well. We can't have that. No. No, we can't have that. Really, no, don't jinx him. He's done really well, and, and he's earned a lot of respect for me, and kudos to him. I think the smartest thing Jimmy Garoppolo ever did was not get on social media. Let's be perfectly honest. I think he is. Isn't he on social media? He's, no. He's, he's no. there, but he's like tweeting. He, he might. Like, he, like his sponsorship stuff, I think. That's it. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Is, it's, and these guys, you know, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Twitter, Twitter has become a cesspool, really. Like it's, a, but also it's, if it's you're really Jimmy, bad. you're like, I mean, girls love the guy. He's a professional athlete. He's rich. What do you give a shit with three assholes on a podcast? Say, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, exactly. I mean, fair point. Fair point. Coming up to him, ignoring literally the other NFL players around him coming up to him. What does he care? The guy's probably yeah. skipping through life. No wonder he's happy all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What does he I, have I, to I, not be happy about? <laughs> yeah. He's rich. He's young. He's a good looking guy. And, and I, nobody knows about his relationship status, but yeah, like I think that when it comes down to what Jimmy's been able to do, the, the, he has a specific role on this team and it, he's by no means carrying the team. But I think that when you have a good team, it's not just one guy. It's, it could be, it's, it's death by a number of ways, right? It could be Jimmy one week. It could be Kittle. It could be, McCaffrey it could be Mitchell it could be uh, any number of guys and we said this kind of in the open it was the first time that we have seen that they've spread the ball around effectively to all of their weapons and everybody was included and everybody made an impact and this is the first time we've been able to see the potential that this offense has and that's what gets me the most excited now is that you look at some of the play designs that Kyle, the, the, the Debo reverse was beautiful that if y'all haven't looked back at that play that replay you need to see that replay and watch the misdirection at the beginning of that play, how Kyle basically like schemed that out and had everybody going one direction. And there was two defenders on the backside of that play to block, to, to block. And it was an easy touchdown for Debo after that. It was just so beautifully designed. And when they're playing like that, and when they're hitting on all cylinders, they are a championship team. There are not very many teams that look good right now. There are only two teams right now that are in the top 10 in both offense and defense Philadelphia and the Niners. Those are only two teams. And Philadelphia looks very beatable right now because they're they're struggling now. They struggle for two, ga- two games straight. And you look around the league and there's not one team. You can say maybe Kansas City, but they you know, the Chargers almost beat them. There is not one team that you can look at and say, hey, that team is not beatable when the Niners play their best ball. I'm not being a homer here. I'm being this – is, this is realistic here. And to, to your thought, Al, like, there's been a lot of bad quarterback play. By the way, 
This is why we put Kirk Cousins in his own category because he lost 40 to 3 at home against Dallas, right? This is why he has his own category because he can't mm-hmm. be winning teams. So I'm thankful that we have a guy like Jimmy that can show up in those games against winning teams to not F up. Like he, he may not be the reason that they win, but he's he he's not going to F it up to the point where you're just not going to be able to move the ball and just not going to be able to win. So super thankful for that. 